In the past few weeks, we've talked a lot about gaming, the big trends shaping this massive and growing industry, and how metaverse fits into all of this. I don't want to say I'm disappointed to see you, but I was hoping to see your avatar. We've learned why Facebook, one of the biggest companies on the planet, changed their whole game, changed their whole name to Meta. How Microsoft is uniquely positioned to be a titan in this virtual experience through Xbox and what the current representation of the metaverse is. Investors, startups, big brands, all pouring money into the space. The Republic Realm, they are a metaverse real estate startup that is developing 100 islands called the Fantasy Islands. So why are we excited? Why THC is talking more about the metaverse? Well, there is a growing economy in this universe, in this virtual land. And we've been building our understanding through the stories we share. There is a big time land rush going on right now, but it is nowhere near your house. In fact, somewhere near any of our houses, in fact. It's fascinating. You can buy real estate besides Snoop Dogg. And with real estate, it's all about location. And in the sandbox, buyers all want to be neighbors of Snoop Dogg's upcoming mansion, a parcel next to him just selling for $500,000. Go to a concert with your friends and watch big artists like Ariana Grande and Travis Scott perform. Shop for Nike shoes and NFTs. The NFT of the sneaker is actually acting like a blueprint. So without that NFT, you can't access to the physical goods. So it's acting as a key to give you access to extra experiences. And one of them is having the physical version of that. And borrow and lend money through the blockchain. This is a real economy. And so today on Things Have Changed, we're going to talk about the economics of the metaverse or something we like to call the metanomics. So if you go into Decentraland, you could buy real estate and then you could build some experience on it that other people would get to participate in or you could right. put up a billboard for your brand. I know there are people who are watching this and they're, they're thinking this is crazy and just insane and just doesn't make any sense at all. Well, the real estate investors are paying millions of dollars for plots of land that don't even exist. It's come to this. They're in the metaverse. The If you'd known how important the technology economy was 20 years ago, would you have done things differently? The internet, cell phones, the cloud, and data. Things have changed. We're here to talk about it. Hi, I'm Jed. Hi, I'm Shikhar. Welcome to Things Have Changed, your new economics and technology podcast. So last episode, we mentioned about how, you know, people spend, gamers spend so much money on skins or in-game appearances. My character needs a specific armor. It, he need, Oh, he looks super cool in this helmet. He needs this, this axe to have more damage on the enemy, whatever, right? All these skins, they're actually spending real money on it. And the fact that now you have games that are going the crypto angle wherein you can use real crypto assets to then exchange within these ecosystems really now give it i wouldn't say a legitimacy but it gives it a new angle which is like okay this is a legit economy or or a growing economy where you know you have goods and services valued at a certain level and you're exchanging for certain things Right. So it's it's fascinating how, you know, Facebook moved to Meta 
Uh, and so the this interest in the metaverse really skyrocketed. Um, and I remember, you know, as someone who just sits on the fringes of this whole crypto space, um, I remember just reading a whole lot about Sandbox and Decentraland. And just with every day, seeing how all that interest was leading into people acquiring land on this make-believe universe, make-believe online portal. Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned real estate as uh, one of the pieces that was really fascinating. I think it's it's fascinating that these companies who are buying into, uh, you mentioned Decentraland, um, Sandbox, you know, these places for digital real estate. Um, I first asked myself, like, why the hell would companies be interested in buying something online, you know, in this, in this metaverse that, that, well, at this point to us means nothing, right? Like there's this parcel of land that they paid for um, to build something virtual. And, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you mentioned the, the URLs, right? People choose a URL so that, for example, you have your own business and you want to be noticed online. So you buy the rights to a URL and you're likening that to real estate because you can put things on there that people will eventually see using the internet. Yeah. Right. If you liken that to the real estate that they're buying in the metaverse, it kind of works the same way. So then if you think about it that way, they're hoping or betting on the fact that someday users may come across their shit, you know, in the metaverse. And, you know, a couple of things we discovered. So there are now also developers, okay, in the metaverse who actually make you a house, make you a place, make you a mall, make you a theme park, make you a little community. Um, Republic Realm, if you haven't heard of them, they're actually developing land that you buy within the sandbox, right? They themselves also own a bunch of land, but, you know, what an interesting case where this world is developing far out from gaming. There are companies that are buying spaces that are meant for like a fashion district in Decentraland. Tokens.com is a huge um uh is a company that invests really in the metaverse and they've bought 2.5 million dollars worth of land in something called a fashion district in the central land <laughs> so it's like bro it's like buying real estate now that will someday turn into a mall beverly right? hills yeah beverly hills rodeo drive dude. Yeah. yeah it's like you're building rodeo drive and you're betting that the louis vuittons the gucci the balenciagas will someday in the future sell stuff there and that's not so far dude that's not so far yeah and i mean they you know talking about fashion right there's there's a lot of collabs already um where these big fashion houses they want to jump on the next trend they want to be part of the next wave and so right you know they've already started partnering with these these companies now granted we have to say this is all still a lot of speculation a lot of speculation, people jumping on new right. trends. This always happens. But this there could be a semblance of truth over here or or a legitimate 
economy, considering how much we spend on domain names, say Instagram, right? Your new username on Instagram, like people sell their usernames for a lot of money on Instagram. Right, so we know. If we know, we <laughs> know. We try to buy our own. <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering why it's not Things of Change podcast, because yeah, it's expensive. It man. is really expensive. <laughs> we can't buy Things of Change, guys. We can't buy it. It's it's just out of uh, yeah. Bob Dylan, buddy. Yeah, it's, Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, buying two and a half million dollars worth of, of a future fashion district in a make-believe virtual land sounds really far-fetched. <laughs> And when I say it, it's not make believe anymore. Yeah, man. when I say it that way, it does feel far fetched, right? Yeah, yeah, and it, that's a good point. It, it feels like a trend at the moment. Those plots of land, we we said it in the intro. You know, you could buy land now besides Snoop Dogg for like half a million dollars. Can you imagine how crazy that is? That they're selling because Snoop Dogg's building a mansion, okay, in in the metaverse. You want to live beside Snoop Dogg, essentially mirroring modern day economics in real estate and real life. You want to be beside, you know, this area just because it's popping or you want to be beside this area because it's quiet. Like it's really feeling like an economy is brewing up. If, if this is a trend and there's a crash, so to speak, in the metaverse world, there's a lot of money that's going to be lost, right? It's not a joke anymore, dude. So, you know, these are real assets for for people to be investing, you know, in this space. And there's actually some real VCs putting some serious Serious money money. in the development of these these companies. Yeah, every week there is a billion dollar Web3 metaverse fund or whatever. So it's It's hard to ignore. It's hard hard to to ignore. ignore. But it's also, you know, something that... In 2017, there were the ICOs uh, where all these crypto ICOs were just, you know, pretty much Ponzi's. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be something like that. But then from 2017, now we have legitimate borrowing and lending and crypto products, right? So this could be the bubble for legitimately seeing something in 2025, you know? If it is a bubble, right? Well... The, one of the biggest companies in the world just pivoted towards that. So it's going to hurt, man. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a bubble, it's going to really hurt a lot of people. So, so. what Jed, Jed is talking about is is Nike and recently acquired um, Artifact, uh, which is a virtual shoe designer. And they create NFTs. So Artifact is this new NFT company that designs and creates these NFT sneakers, right? So... This is now an interesting bridge, interesting link between the physical fashion, which uh, which Nike leads, right? Physical merchandising with a virtual shoe designer whose, you know, sneakers, artifact sneakers are selling for like 10, 10 grand a pair. And mind you, Nike's not a tech company, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, everybody in some sense of the word is a tech company, but... Consumer brands are getting into this space. You know, it's not just Nike, dude. Gucci's on there. There's a whole Gucci garden experience you can go to, buy some Gucci shit online. Um, there's also uh, Balenciaga, who has been pretty active in this space selling merch online. Um, and they're getting serious. Companies like Balenciaga 
have recently announced they're hiring a hundred people to work on a hundred developers to be working on this new venture, right? Like consumer products are getting really serious about this is because probably because there's enough eyes on it, right? There's enough eyes, there's enough people, there's promise. So, you know, beyond the tech companies, we do see like consumer companies coming onto the metaverse to try and, you know, build a brand there, so to speak. So it's no longer a game, dude. <laughs> yeah, and this is serious. And and just pulling up some some news, right? Um, so Artifact and Nike, uh, that acquisition went through late last year, and recently they they that collab um, they released a new set of sneakers, Crypto Crypto Kicks, right? Uh, <laughs> crypto Kicks, dude. God. You have some limited edition um, NFTs. Selling for forty five ETH right now. <laughs> How much is forty five Ethereum, dude? That's hundred thousand dollars. It's intense. I mean, it's not just goods. It's not just people producing things and selling them. There's also services, which kind of blew my mind, because yeah, the one big use case we can think about is like concerts, right? We already talked about this in the previous episode where Travis Scott. Um, did a concert uh, collab with with um, Fortnite, right? And this is also a little bit of a service economy where you can hire an artist to come on to your environment and you know do whatever you want, uh, make them godly, uh, make them big, just to show up and perform through their avatars, right? That is a service. You're paying for a service. You can pay a DJ to play at your club. There's a lot of like opportunities here, even for the services sector. A couple of months back, we mentioned it in the beginning, you know, when we had Hussein Azari on and his company called Seamork, right? We were exploring this idea of this company building a bank, basically, right? some kind of institution that will help you with exchanging of currencies, will help you with loans, will help you with, um, you know, financing in general. And that exists in a metaverse today. I think that was the very, I mean, this might not be new, new to you because this is essentially what brought this conversation ongoing, right? Is the fact that there were cryptocurrencies. That's the very first thing that we covered ourselves. And, you know, that can't be ignored because that really is the piece where um, people are exchanging goods and services with what? Well, cryptocurrencies make that possible, right? In some environments, you use you use their own local cryptocurrencies, but similar to how it's like in the real world, right? Yeah. We have dollars, we have Mexican pesos. Like it, it's just the exchange of of goods. And, you know, like we talked a little bit about DeFi. We haven't really like, dove into this topic because it's quite complex and honestly it's very difficult for us to understand but this space itself will be weaved into the metaverse so easily and that's one of the things that will connect the goods and services right uh uh currency really yeah and you know the fact that like people are buying goods um like these nike shoes and all that and land and shit like that like yeah if you think about it in the real world, when you're going to buy your second property, for example, you can use your first property as collateral to validate that you're actually 
stable enough or have enough cash flow or have enough assets to cover this next loan you're going to get for your second place, right? We can apply now the same logic of that in the metaverse because you're going to be owning actual assets, yep. the parcel of land, your shoes. That can be used as collateral, man. I mean, that's yeah. kind of crazy if you think about There's it. There's a lot of <laughs> NFT lending um, protocols that mm. are emerging where you use your um, NFTs as collateral to take out loans in a specific currency. Like, for example, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, right? Those, that's one of, that is the biggest NFT yeah. out there. They came up with a token called Ape, right? <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like that where, you know, it's backed against the... Um, uh, the board ape NFT and the the aura around it. Each board basic NFT board ape yacht club NFT is like I don't know hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so depends. Yeah, depends who bought it first. <laughs> yeah. So the token is backed against that, and so you're seeing this ecosystem where now you're lending, borrowing based on the asset that you have. Kind of like the real, real world. What do you do? Yeah. You can technically, if you have an expensive watch, you can put it up for collateral at many top banks. Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck so, yeah. I mean, you can do that. You can go to the, the um, what is that place called where you can exchange very valuable collectible items? Like pawn shops? Pawn shops, dude. Yeah. You can use yeah. shit as you collateral can, you can, actually get money You can money do it, yeah. You know? <laughs> In some ways, because the experience might feel so real in the metaverse, these things may replace what we currently have today experiencing in real life. So yeah. it's just nice to think about the idea that this can actually be a functioning economy where you can make money. We really learned a lot, honestly, through this series. Um, so yeah, if you liked our stuff, go ahead and let us know. Leave us a comment. Um, if you want to see something else in the future, something in line with what we're talking about today, maybe a deeper dive into the metaverse as it becomes more popular, go to thingsofchangepodcast.com and hit the contact us button. And yeah, till next time, stay curious.